Okay, I'm good. I just want to make sure I had all my notes and I knew where they were. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Brecken. We're back. We're back. We've taken our time. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, we have not been producing as quickly as we once did. No, which is good because we've been busy in other areas of our life. Yes. But, uh, I mean, more importantly, like, work. Like, this is fun, but, like, real work. But, um, we're going to change that. Yeah. I'm excited. We we should mention it because I think it's really cool. Yeah. Our idea of going forward. So, we wanted to finish up the medals because everybody really enjoyed the gold and silver so this week we're going to do platinum all about platinum all about platinum so that kind of covers the big three in uh jewelry metals and then from there then we were going to talk uh, i think our next episode will probably be another production with paul and we want to talk about those metals and what the difference is from a craftsmanship standpoint yeah, they're pros they're pros and cons in jewelry usage right all the way from like durability, wearability, um, castability uh, from a bench uh, from a, a bench person's perspective of working with them and and so forth. And I so I think that'll be really interesting. But then, but then I'll let you tell the next part because it was your idea. It was my idea. So we get a lot of requests to know about different states' gemstones, right? So people want to know what their state gemstone is and the story behind that. And we've also seen that a lot of people are traveling locally within the U.S., right, this year because they can't travel anywhere We're definitely else. seeing it here. I've yeah. seen more out-of-state plates this <laughs> year Idaho than we ever else. have before. But we thought it might be interesting and, and people could maybe build road trips around gemstones. So yeah. we would talk about different gemstones in different states, more specifically like the gemstone of the state, like the state's gemstone. The sta- well, I think kind and of a combination. the story behind it, right? Yeah, the state's gemstone as well as what other gems may be found in that state and if there's any mines that you can actually visit, Yeah. if they're still being mined. Because if that's something any... that we would do. The yeah. nerds that we are would drive by a mine and say, we got to stop and see it. But I also <laughs> thought that on that, when we talked about that specific state, we could also talk about if there were any museum well or museums or specifically gemological things in that state that you can go visit yeah whether it's an actual mine or whether it's a museum or whether just cool stories about each state so you can road trip it up yeah and so we can be a gem nerd so i think we're going to do them (laughs) alphabetically so we haven't decided because i I think so because otherwise you what are you going to pick a favorite or are you going to do it like geographically west to east or east to west. I know we you are, could do that. That'd be kind of fun. We prefer the west coast because we're both west people. But is that, you know, that being wrong? So is maybe alphabetical fair? would and be more Libra, fair. And I'm a Libra, so I really like things fair and balanced. So we'll, we'll decide. Maybe we'll throw up a survey and say, would you rather have us go alphabetical? Comment. or Mo- Most populous states, maybe? No. Okay. We're going to go to... just No. So I think here's the here's the no. two here's the two here's the two choices. We'll we'll do it this way. We'll either do it alphabetical or geographical. So east if you say geographical, you have to east. say east to west or west to east, or alphabetical. Okay. I'll post a poll. Okay. Post a poll. Doors. But uh, personally, yeah, we have had a great summer. No traveling. No traveling. My vegetable garden, while it looks good on the outside. 
We're well, going to get into that, huh? Yeah, because I've been really upset about it all day. While it looks good on the outside, okay, when you peer in, I'm having production problems. And all my tomatoes have blossom and rot. J- Jonathan's like... Blossom and rot. Yeah. Sometimes so we say it quickly. It's possible? kind of something really- because I gave it too much fertilizer and it grew too fast and now the plant doesn't have enough calcium. Calcium deficiency. It's, I've got a calcium deficiency. So I, of course, had to go out and find a calcium spray for all my plants. and But now I'm still going out and finding more. And then... She just wants tomatoes. I just want tomatoes. I don't eat tomatoes awesome. unless they're homegrown. You have homegrown tomatoes? I do. You can bring me one then. <laughs> they're, they're like the small little... I don't care. My, my cherry tomatoes haven't yeah. even turned red yet. And so it's really consuming me lately. <laughs> I ha- <laughs> I've grown these. This is the most invested in a garden I've ever been, right? You're you so invested. It's a bit ridiculous. I grew them from seeds, Jonathan. I they. It's like my own. Like I feel like I gave birth to these plants this year and they're failing me. I think it's time to move on. It is, but oh, and then and then the one watermelon we had got chewed on, got nibbled on by some creature. I'm sure it was like a raccoon. How did it get deer. in there though? We've Can't got get a into fence. Our oh, I not don't a raccoon. Know. It's either a mouse or a bird. So anyway, <clears throat> and then I've got ants in there. So I've got a whole mess with that. But I'm I'm excited for our platinum podcast. It's just not your year to have a garden. It's, apparently, it's distracting. The platinum podcast really helped me focus. Good. <laughs> Focus. It's been a busy day. <laughs> I just turned on the Muppets and I was okay. Uh, All right. So Platinum. How did it get its name? Easy. By the Spanish. Uh, platina, which actually means silver. So when the, fan- the, when the Spanish first discovered it, they didn't know that it was actually different from silver. And they just named it silver. Platinum. Platinum's discovery is credited to a gentleman named Antonio de Ullo, who uh, brought samples back from the New World and actually determined that it was a different element in 1746. But there is evidence of platinum's use by the ancient Egyptians, although they maybe possibly didn't recognize that it was platinum. Most likely. It was because it was alloyed with gold. Right, because it kind of naturally alloys with gold to a certain extent. And then... There is evidence, though, that the indigenous people of South America uh, were really the first. Were ones really the first to, to actually work with the metal platinum, and right. what they would do was they would combine gold and platinum powders by sintering them. So you basically combine it by heat and pressure, but without taking the metals to their melting point, mm-hmm. uh, because the melting point for platinum is crazy high. Right, um, and this made it so that the alloy would be soft enough to shape with tools into ceremonial jewelry, nose rings, right. all sorts of fun things. And they're saying that happened somewhere around like 600 BC to 200 AD. Right. And it's kind of like, well, that's like an 800 year spread. Like, mm-hmm. why can't we narrow it down more than that? And that the problem is, is that a lot of these um, ancient tools and stuff were taken by the Spanish and taken back to Europe and then either reused or changed. And so when they do like the dating on it and stuff, it's hard to tell because right. it's, it's been passed around and moved from its original Right, spot. it wasn't a true archaeological discovery where right. it was actually found in the ground. Right. It was found 
by antiquity dealers, right? right? So they would discover it from antiquity dealers. Um, But the platinum used by uh, the indigenous South Americans was not a pure platinum, um, but it was a naturally occurring mixture of of the platinum metal groups, which also contains palladium, rhodium, and iridium. And osmium. And ruthenium. And ruthenium. That's the six. Yeah. So so there is this whole platinum group of metals, which has similar properties and characteristics. They're all grouped together on our periodic chart. Right. And then split into two groups, which is the iridium group, which is osmium, iridium, and ruthenium. (laughs) Right? Such great names. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other one is rhodium, platinum, and palladium, which are really the which are known as the PPGEs. <laughs> All right, and that's what we use in jewelry. In jewelry yeah. So the PPGEs are is is, uh, is the group that that is. All three of which are used in jewelry. Yeah, so the whole platinum group really wasn't discovered until later. Platinum as as an element was discovered in 1746, but the rest of the platinum group was discovered much later. Ruthenium was discovered in 1844 by um, a Russian. Mm -hmm. And he actually, Ruthenium is actually named for Russia. Ruthenia is uh, Latin for Russia. And then you have rhodium and palladium, which were discovered by uh, William Hind Woolerton, and then osmium and iridium again in 1803 that was discovered by another British man, uh, Smithson Tennant. And those two gentlemen actually worked together. So they Mm. got funding to actually work together and discover those different um, members of the platinum group. Not really that long ago. No. Comparatively. And so we're kind of talking about this because when you study the, when early Europeans first started studying the properties of platinum, uh, they found it very difficult because platinum often naturally alloys with different metals in the platinum group. And so early Europeans often had false assumptions about platinum because of the other noble metals that it was alloyed with. And they would get inconsistent laboratory results with it. Right. So like Carl von Sickingen researched platinum extensively uh, in 1772. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he, he succeeded in making it malleable by alloying it with gold and then dissolving the alloy in hot aqua regia. Yeah, right? aqua regia, which is a, it's a combination of different acids, right? Right, right. And so, and, and that's really similar to what the, the ancient South Americans did because yeah. they mixed it with gold. They just didn't have the acids to do it. To pull out the other impurities. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, then you take, uh, so then you take the platinum with ammonium chloride and then you ignited it with ammonium chloroplatinate and then you hammered the resulting finely divided platinum. And you make it cohere. <laughs> so this is like super complicated. And I mean, this is back in the 1700s. But then the results, because of it, they, he thought that he was working, that he made a false assumption due to its hardness, which it's harder than, um, than even pure iron. And it's harder than gold or silver, that it would be... Um, it wouldn't be as pliable. It would be a non-pliable and even brittle. But the problem was it's actually got 
more. Are you not gonna help me? Uh oh. Oh, you need me? Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> he was looking at you. I was, and then I. Um, <laughs> You're like. So it has more. It's more ductile than gold or silver, even though it's harder and heavier. So right. it's kind of, it's kind of complicated in that way. And then their assumptions were. That were wrong, and mostly that was because they were dealing with highly contaminated platinum, and right. it wasn't it wasn't pure platinum, and that's the biggest problem with it is that when it's found, it's not like gold or silver that you find you know nuggets of the pure metal or fairly pure metal. It's um, right. So these early mixed. Europeans thought that it was non-pliable, even even really brittle and difficult to work with, uh, when in fact its ductility and malleability is really close to gold in its pure form. And so I think a lot of it was uh, these early alchemists were uh, confused. They were still trying to understand all these different noble metals and what they did and how to extract them from each other. And it's highly complicated. Yeah. And you basically, I think one of the first first times they saw it was in this aqua regia and it was just like a thing that wouldn't dissolve into it and then they were like oh i guess that's platinum when really it was a contaminated form of platinum with all these other alloys but it it is a really uh difficult process and it took quite a number of years probably like a hundred years to actually sit down study it and determine how to get a pure form of platinum that you could actually work with. Now right. the first... And then I always get confused, so just let's just clarify on this. So the first real European reference to platinum appears in uh, 1557 in the writings of an Italian um, scholar, Julius Caesar Scalier. Uh, and he basically said, it's this unknown metal found in the New World, which no fire nor any Spanish artifacts has been able to liquefy. So even in 1557, they thought, what the heck is this? We can't melt it down. What's it good for? Um, and the Spanish really saw it as a metal that was an impurity in gold, and it was often thrown away. Which right? is crazy. Which yeah. is crazy nowadays. Why are you throwing platinum away? But they couldn't understand how to work with it. And when they were over there uh, mining for gold in the New World, it was often found near those mines. And they thought maybe it was silver and they tried to work with it and they couldn't. And so they would often throw the platinum back and say it needed to ripen because it was hard. It wasn't soft enough to work with. So, mm. you know, like a peach. Like a fruit. Like a peach, yeah. It just needs to go back for, you know, maybe a couple more hundred million years to ripen or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. The Spanish were so confused by platinum in the early times that there was actually a decree forbidding the adulteration of gold with platinum impurities because they they just couldn't comprehend it. And it is a really interesting metal in the fact that it is so heavy, but it is still malleable. And so I think right now we can kind of get into like the science of platinum. Yeah, we kind so of covered the history. Let's so, talk about so the, the science. The heaviness is definitely so it's fifty nine percent heavier than like fourteen karat gold, which is fifty eight percent gold. We've talked about before, and it's thirty four percent, so it's a third heavier than eighteen karat gold, which is seventy five percent gold. Yeah, I mean, I have a platinum. My my sapphire and diamond wedding ring is platinum, and when you pick it up, it feels heavier. Yeah. So you can always you can always definitely feel tell it. when you're picking up a piece of platinum jewelry because there's just more heft to it. Right. And so it is the heaviest of the three metals that we typically work with in the jewelry world, and platinum is more ductile. Ductile, which is always I always get confused between malleability and ductile. So ductile 
is the ability to deform without losing toughness. And the best way that I saw that represents that is stretching, stretching something to wire. Mm. So you can stretch it to wire without it breaking. So that's that tensile strength, mm. tensile strength. Yeah. Is, so it has the high tensile strength and that's the ductibility. And then your malleability is actually the, the pressing or hammering. And so that's more is where gold and silver are more malleable. So they're more easily formed than platinum, but they're not as ductile. Yeah. And now let's talk a little bit about durability and durability here. We're just talking about, is it a reactive metal? Right. right. Does it react with oxygen like silver does and that sure, kind of stuff? Sure. Um, but it is the least reactive metal. Um, yep. And it has a legendary resistance to wear, tarnish, and corrosion. So your platinum is not going to tarnish like your silver would. Right, right. And it's also one of the whitest metals is that it's a very, very strong silverish white. And it, it, it's that way on its own, whereas gold is a yellow metal. And so to make white gold, we've talked about before, you have to alloy it. Right. But it's still not and then you white. actually plate white gold with, with rhodium, rhodium a lot which of times. Is part of the platinum, <laughs> platinum family. family. And so that's why I decided to go with platinum because it stays white, don't have to keep plating it. Yeah. The the other thing that I think is interesting about platinum is that we we're reading is is that when you scratch it, it moves like clay, mm-hmm. whereas gold can actually like Flake. Like chalk. Yeah, a little bit like chalk. Right. So you think about platinum and when you scratch it, it's like running your finger through a piece of clay where that material that you're scratching just kind of builds up moves. along the side of the trough. Yeah, it moves. Gold, when you scratch it, think of it flaking like chalk on a chalkboard. Yeah. So you actually can lose pieces of it and that affects where... And durability as a whole. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I kind of like about platinum that I, we'll talk about this more in next week's episode when we talk about using platinum for jewelry, but it does get this really nice patina. Right. Right. So you, you can high polish it. Platinum can be sure. high polished, but as you wear it and you get those little scratches, it kind of gives you this nice dull patina on it. Sure. It's like a really soft look to it. Right. So right. that's... Like it's not it. as sharp as a high polish, but it's got a nice, Yeah, still has a nice look. Yeah. So let's talk about melting point of platinum and why the ancients and, uh, you know, Europeans had such a difficulty uh, actually nailing down the properties of platinum was because its melting point is 1,786 degrees Celsius. And for us Americans that don't work in Celsius, that's 3,220 degrees Fahrenheit. Super hot. Super hot. So let's compare that to gold. Pure gold, its melting point is 1,063 degrees Celsius or 1,945 degrees Fahrenheit. And pure silver, which uh, is the easiest to melt at 961 degrees Celsius or 1,761 degrees Fahrenheit. So not a big difference between silver and gold in in the melting point, but platinum is... Which is why people that just had a fire could melt gold and silver, but they right. couldn't melt platinum. True. Right? True. You can't get a fire that hot. Typically not. Tip- I mean, you could, but Obviously. not one that wasn't raging out of control, typically. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about mining platinum because it's, I mean, a relatively new mineral, a relatively new thing that has been mined. I mean, historically, it was near Ecuador. That's where the 
um, indigenous people of South America found it and also where the Spanish conquistadors found it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I think the next discovery really was Russia, the next major discovery in 1823. And it was discovered in the Ural Mountains, those Ural Mountains that are crazy rich with everything from Alexandrite (laughs) to emerald to demantoid garnet to gold to whatever. Right. Chrome diopside. Chrome diopside. (laughs) But uh, it's still mined today in the Ural Mountains. And then I think we can go to, what, North America? It's mined North here. America. It's mined in Canada and in Montana. Right. And it was discovered in Montana in 1888. And from the end of World War I to the 1950s, Canada was the world's largest producer of platinum. And right now it's still being mined in Canada and in Montana as a byproduct of nickel mining. Right. So it's found in conjunction with nickel another thing that i thought was super interesting was that in world war ii the u.s declared platinum as a strategic metal and its use in non-military applications i.e jewelry was not allowed so you couldn't use it during world war ii in the u.s as jewelry so that's north america and then it's also found in africa it's found in zimbabwe which has some unique geographic and structural properties that lend themselves really nice to platinum production. But uh, the most major discovery of platinum has to be in South Africa. Yeah, and for like the last 20 years, 70 to 80% of the world's production has come out of South Africa. Yeah, so in the mid-1920s, there was a, what we call what, a game-changing discovery of platinum in the reefs of South Africa. The, like the water? Yeah. They're mining it in water? Reefs. Yeah. I thought it was a land reef. Maybe it is like a land reef. an ancient reef. So in the mid-1920s, there was this game-changing discovery in South Africa that occurred, and it is one of the highest, it is the highest known concentration of platinum on right. Earth right now. Yeah. And the cool thing about platinum is how did it get here? What, did, it, did it happen when the Earth was formed? Do you know? I know. (laughs) I think it has to do with a meteor, right? Yeah. So it's just like gold in the fact that it was brought to Earth by meteor showers. And scientists think that this meteor shower that brought us gold and platinum occurred about 200 million years ago. So the Earth had no gold or platinum up till about 200 million years ago when we got bombarded with meteors. And that's how we got our supply of platinum and gold. Another interesting fact is that the moon has a higher concentration of platinum than the earth does. So So it got it got bombarded more? I guess so. Well, that's why it has all the craters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we need to go mine the moon for platinum. Go mine I guess. the moon. So platinum is found in the earth's crust at 0.005 parts per million. Whereas gold is 0.004. So actually, in the Earth's crust, gold is rarer than platinum. Just by a little bit. They're about the same. They're very similar. Uh, Silver is about 0.075 parts per million in the Earth's crust. So it's much more common than gold or platinum. Right. I mean, they're all still very rare, but yes, more common. Um, so while gold and platinum are equally as rare in the earth's crust, what it comes down to is the amount of platinum that has been mined throughout history is just a tiny fraction of the amount of gold that's been mined. So one thirtieth, right? So there's been about 7.2 million tons of platinum mined throughout history. There's been about 20 million 
tons of gold mined throughout history and 52 million tons of silver mined. So sometimes that's a lot of silver. That's a lot of silver. Sometimes you'll find hear these facts that platinum is more rare than gold, Gold. and it's really just what's above the Earth's surface. Right, right. But it is difficult to mine. Sure, it's very difficult to it's difficult to mine, but it's also very difficult to produce pure platinum. Right. Is because I think that's where the problem comes in, producing the pure platinum. Right. Um, and so producing the pure platinum, it has to be isolated by subtracting the impurities, and it's really complicated, more complicated than I think I really understand, which I kind of have it here, but I I don't think I even really get it. You so, don't dare to go into it? Well, no, no, no. So it's found a lot with nickel and iron which are both ferromagnetic. So they're both magnetic. So these two impurities can be removed by running an electromagnet over the mixture. Mm-hmm. So that's the easy, that's like the easiest part. And then because platinum has a much higher melting point than some other substances, some many impurities can actually be burned or melted away without melting the platinum. Mm-hmm. Then the last step, so there's a lot of steps. Yeah. Um, is that platinum is very resistant to hydrochloric and sulfuric acids, whereas other substances can be broken down by by the, the acid. Um, so then other metal impurities can be removed by stirring the mixture in the two acids and then recovering the remaining platinum. So you're dealing with, so you got to get rid of, so first you have to get rid of the magnetic parts then you have to get rid of the part that can be melted away with, uh, that can just be melted away, and then the part that can be broken down with acid. So it's kind of that three-step process. Um, and so then part of that is is that you know there's a lot of nasty stuff in those acids and that kind of stuff. Right, so very it's, caustic. Yeah, it's very caustic. So it creates a very difficult production as well as the mining of it is. And you were saying that the majority of platinum nowadays is used for jewelry. Yeah. So uh, it used to be that catalytic converters were the number one use of platinum. And they are still the number one use of the platinum family. Mm -hmm. But they've been using, and I'm not exactly sure why I didn't get into that part of it. Um, It's used a lot. uh, They use palladium Mm -hmm. a lot more for, uh, which it's the number one use of palladium is auto catalysts. And so, which is catalytic converters. And so actually now the number one use of platinum is jewelry. Which I found interesting because that's not really true with the other metals that we use in jewelry. Right. Right. And there, I mean, platinum has some really interesting use. It's used a lot in dental fillings. Mm. Uh, It's also used in a form of chemotherapy. Yep. So, yeah, so they do use platinum in a form of chemotherapy, so for different kinds of cancer. But it is quite an interesting element. Mm -hmm. And it's been fun to to sit down and learn a little bit more about platinum, which is something that, from a gemological standpoint, we don't really learn much about metals. Right, right. But it's super cool, platinum. It's actually made me like it more now. And... The gold market right now is crazy. It's cuckoo nuts. It's the highest gold has ever been. Yeah, I think we're. I think we we've, we're about there. I'd have to check, but I think it, it's been hovering right on that border, right at nineteen. Yeah, almost two thousand. And so I remember platinum always being more expensive than gold. Right. Which it's not right now. No, it's, it's like, like half. half. 
So, but that's the thing that you have to think about is, is that when you make, when you use platinum, you use somewhere between 90 and 100% platinum. Right. Whereas most of your jewelry is 14 karat, which is 58%. Right. So right there off the bat, that's almost, almost double the amount of platinum. Right. Um, but right now, manufacturing with 18 karat gold is more expensive than manufacturing with platinum. Would be... Just from a material standpoint. Right. Because it's a third heavier and then you're using... Yeah. So yeah. come out somewhere around Which that. is crazy to me because yeah. when I worked retail or even when we first started out here, platinum was always so much more expensive. But I think people are investing in gold right now because things are crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then also platinum is used a lot more in, in manufacturing. Uh-huh. And so when the economy goes down, there's less manufacturing. So therefore, it's oh. platinum's value is more closely tied to its actual physical use, whereas gold is more of like a commodity that people will buy up as a safe place to harbor funds. Okay. So it's gold is more of a commodity. Platinum, ha- even though it's a commodity, is more closely tied to actual it's manufacturing actual demand. manufacturing demand, yeah. Oh, well, that's really interesting. Cool. Well, I guess that sums up platinum. Is there anything else you wanted to say about it? Mm. No, I think we'll leave all the jewelry and kind of production stuff to next week in our production. We better tell Paul he's on the podcast next week. (laughs) I'll be excited. (laughs) We talked to him today. We were kind of talking to him about platinum. We were like, okay, but is it, it's harder, but when you're working with it and we were like, you know what, we're not going to try to translate this. We're just going to bring you on in. We're just going to bring you on in. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning into another episode of Gem Junkies. We promise we'll keep them a bit more consistent and more to come. And we hope you have a great day. If you want to see what we do in our real life, you can always follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Parlay Gems. And we'll talk to you later. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.